This call is being recorded. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call this morning that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who just joined us? Good morning. As I said, Eva, my... Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Thursday to you. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Good, good, Yes, he is. Good morning. Uh, who just joined us? Good morning, Mrs. Sister Shante. Good morning, Sister Shante. Has anyone else joined us that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Good morning, Susie. Uh, anyone else join the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call this morning that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. It's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you, too. Anyone else like to say good morning? Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie. Has anyone else joined the call this morning? Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Pastor Young. Good morning, Pastor Young. Good morning to you. Have a wonderful and blessed day. Man, you do the same. Thank you. Good morning. Go ahead. Good morning, Bernice. 
Good morning. And good morning. This is Jerry Wyatt on the line. Good morning, Jerry Wyatt. Is this your first time calling? Oh, no, it's not. Okay. We're glad <laughs> you keep coming back. Mm-hmm. Good morning, Victory family. It's Pam. Love y'all. Have a blessed day. Good morning, Pam. Love you back, and you have a blessed day, too. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Y'all, 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 y'all. Good morning, family. Good morning, Brother Eric. Good morning, family. It's Pam. Good morning, Pam. Morning. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning, Juliet. Good morning, Juliet. Morning, it's EK. Good morning, EK. Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie and family. Good morning, Lisa. Hey, I don't know if you got the word, but um, walk it out will not be tonight. Oh, it will not be out. It will not be on tonight then. Okay, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, family. This is Bubbly. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Bubbly. Hey, Susie, kid. <laughs> Sounds like you got a cold. Uh, yeah, head cold, something like that. <laughs> Anyone else like to say good morning? <clears throat> good morning. Good morning. Welcome to. Oh, go ahead. Hi. Good morning, Kemper. Good morning, Kemper. Morning. Is this your first time calling? Uh, no, ma'am. Okay. <laughs> Anyone else like to say good morning? Good morning, everyone. This is Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Okay, well, it is time to move forward to the next segment of the call. But before we do move forward, we ask that you put your phones on mute so that we can proceed. And hello again. My name is Susie, and I am your hostess. And thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us daily in the, excuse me, be sure to join us daily in December for the monthly theme entitled Vision. 
You don't want to miss the messages, teachings, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declares. We do have two announcements today. Someone, can they please mute your line? I hear a lot of background noise. Please mute your line. Thank you. There are two announcements today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, but it won't be taking place tonight, though. I just, I got a message from Lisa, so uh, that will not be on tonight. And second, if you have been blessed by the call and would like to sew into it, please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me forward slash declare victory. Someone needs to mute your line, please. There's a lot of background noise. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting. We do have one prayer request that was submitted on the app from Resilient Rosanna. She is, she is having surgery today, so please keep her in our prayers. And at 4 p.m., please call out her name and thank God for the healing that he is, he is, about, to he is about to perform. Excuse me. Thank you. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Diane. The declaration will be brought by Pastor O'Neill. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the declare Pastor O'Neill. The scripture for today is Psalms 93, 1-4. The Lord resigned. He is robbed in majesty and armed with strength. Indeed, the world is established, firm, and secure. Your throne was established long ago. You are from eternity. The seas have lifted up, Lord. The seas have lifted their voice. The seas have lifted up their pounding waves. Mightier than the thunder of great waters, mightier than the breakers of the sea, the Lord on high is mighty. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer. God bless you all. Oh, sovereign God, faithful God, we thank you for another day of your brand new mercy, God, that are new to us every morning. And God, we don't want to take you for granted, God. We don't take it lightly that you open our eyes each morning, that you put breath in our bodies. So God, we give you praise this morning for you are great God. You are a good, good Father. And God, we thank you for your unconditional love that you gave your only begotten Son 
to go and give his life, lay his life down for us on Calvary's cross. So, God, we thank you for the blood this morning. We thank you for the blood that runs warm in our veins. God, we, if I had 10,000 tongues, I couldn't thank you enough. I couldn't send us the vastness of your love. God, I thank you that your love goes so deep, that your love is so wide. God, I can't fathom your kingdom, Lord God, your throne, that how wide, how big it is, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. Isaiah says your train fills the temple. I can only imagine, God, how big and how wide and how long and how deep. God, I thank you this morning for being the sovereign God you are. I thank you for being Elohim, the creator of the universe, the heavens and the earth and all that dwells in it. I thank you, Elohim, Shema, the God who hears everything that we say. You said, Lord God, if we believe that which we pray for, we already have it. You said that prayers haven't got to us because there's a war going on in the heavenly realms on our behalf, oh God. So I thank you this morning, Lord, for being the God you are, for being Jehovah to Cisco News, the God of righteousness. God, I thank you this morning for being Loshana, the unchanging God. I thank you this morning, God, for being El Chai, the living God. I thank you this morning, God, for being the God who sits high and looks low. I thank you this morning for being the God who makes our crooked path straight. God, I thank you this morning that you woke us up in our right mind, our health and strength, and be able to move our limbs, be able to speak this morning. God, I thank you this morning for being able to come before you with the petitions of your people, God. God, I thank you this morning for my sisters and brothers on Declare Victory. God, I thank you for being on Declare Victory. God, I thank you for the teaching, Lord God, for all those on the line that teaches and bring forth your word, that handles your word with care. God, I thank you this morning for your unconditional love. God, I thank you this morning for the breath of life. I thank you this morning, God, that there is no one like you. Lord God, you are the transcendent God. Your thoughts are not our thoughts. God, I praise you this morning that you're not like man. You're not, you're unchanging. You're the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. You never change, God. And for that, I'm so grateful. For that, Lord God, I, that sets you apart, God. I thank you this morning, Lord God, for the vision that you've given your people. God, I thank you this morning that you are a visionary. God, I praise you just for who you are. So God, I lift up the Middle East to you this morning. God, the Middle East belongs to you, Lord God. I pray over those, Lord God, who are being sex trafficking, oh God, that have been slaves to sex, oh God. God, I pray over our children that when they go and come, Lord God, that you keep them in perfect peace this morning. Lord God, that you keep them 
protected, Lord God, on the schoolyards and when they're walking about, when they're just standing around or when they're laying down and sitting up in their own home. God, protect them, protect their minds for the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy their minds, Lord God. Their minds, if they keep their minds stayed on you, you said he will keep his mind stayed on you. You will keep them in perfect peace. God, I thank you that you are the God who calls those things as though they were. God, I thank you this morning for your loving kindness, for your loving kindness is better than life. God, I thank you this morning for Tanya Jackson, Tanya, Lord God, Alexander, I thank you this morning for Dion Jackson, oh God. God, I thank you for their children, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, keep them protected, Lord God. Grow them up to be great men and women of God. God, I thank you this morning for each of our children, Lord God. God, we always want the best for our children. First, that they give their lives to you, and then they live a life that's pleasing unto you. God, I thank you, Lord God, that you have some parents that walk before their children, to teach them the way to go. You said to train up a child in the way that they should go. And if, when they're older, Lord, even if they stray, God, they'll be back. God, I thank you for your mercy this morning. I thank you for your love, God. God, I thank you, Lord God, for everything that's being taught on this call. And it falls in line with your word, Lord God. It is tested by your word. So God, I thank you this morning for your loving kindness. I thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, for those who are having identity crisis about who they are. God, I thank you this morning for your protection over those that are being, uh, their organs are being extracted from their bodies. God, I thank you this morning that you are the God of revenge. God, you said you were you will pay them back, those who've done evil. God, I thank you this morning that you are vengeful, God, Lord God, for your people. So, God, I give you praise this morning. There is none like you. You are the great God. You are the good, good Father. Lord God, you have mercy on us each morning. We open our eyes. Your mercies are new to us. So, God, I thank you this morning, oh God. In the name of Jesus, I pray over our president. Surround them, oh God, with wise counsel. Surround them, oh God, with men and women of integrity. Surround him, oh God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, and let him do the right thing. Lord God, give us a Congress and a Senate that will make just laws, Lord God, for the people and not for their own selfish gain. God, I thank you this morning that you are the God who will remove the stony heart and give them a heart of flesh. God, I pray that you work on the heart of our leader this morning, our president. God, in the name of Jesus, I just give you praise this morning, for there is no one like you. You are the everlasting God. You are the prosperity God, our comforter, our advocate. Lord God, I thank you this morning for your unconditional love. God, I 
thank you this morning. I lift up Roseanne to you, Lord God. As she go into surgery today, God, cover her with your divine protection. God, because you never lost a patient. So, God, I thank you. And any time we go up under the knife, God, God, there's a danger. But, God, you, you, oh, God, with all power, God, I thank you, Lord God, that you are the God of declared victory, that you are my God, the God of my household and every household on this call. God, I bless your name, Lord God, and I pray over the one that brings the message today, God, Pastor O'Neill. God, I thank you, Lord God. God, and as he speaks, let us only hear you, God. Let us only hear you, hear your voice, oh God. And God, be let our ears be attentive to your small sphere voice so that we can hear clearly what thus says the Lord. So God, I thank you today, Lord God, for a brand new day that we've never seen that's full of your mercy, God. And I thank you that you give us a new opportunity today, a new direction today, a new way of doing things today. God, I thank you this morning. If we can all take our phones off mute and give God the praise that he deserves. He said, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Let everything, including the animals, praise you this morning, Thank you, Father Diane. 
17. Um, but it starts at verse number 8. And so I'll just read a little bit of that to kind of give you the context. Because this morning I really want to talk about true vision requires teamwork. You know, true vision. When we're talking about vision, we're talking about godly vision that's given from him by his spirit for the benefit of the kingdom and for his glory requires teamwork. And there's some there's some spiritual warfare overtones in this. For those of you who will, you can catch it. You just kind of have to get what God has for you on this morning. So uh, here's what it says. I'll give you a little context, then I might skip down a few verses. This has to do with, you know, Elisha uh, exposing the traps <laughs> of the enemy. All right, so it says, now the king of Abram was at war with Israel after conferring with his officers. He said, I'll set up my camp in such in such and such place. You know, that's not an enemy talk anyway. The man of God sent word to the king of Israel, beware of the passing place because the Armenians are going down there. So the king of Israel checked on the place indicated by the man of God. Time and again, Elisha warned the king uh, so that he was on his guard in such places. Now this enraged the king of Aram. He summoned his officers and demanded of them, will you not tell me which of us is on the side of the king of Israel? None of us, my lord. Uh, none of us, my lord, the king said, one of the officers. But Elisha, the prophet who's in Israel, tells the king Israel the very words you speak in your bedroom. Go find out where he is, the king ordered, so I can... You know, so I can send men and capture him. Uh, the report came back. He's in Dotham. Then he sent horses and chariots and strong force there. And they went by night around the city. Now, here's where I really wanted to get to. Uh, when the servant of the man of God got up, went out early the next morning, an army of horses and chariots surrounded the city. Oh, my Lord, what shall we do? He asked. He asked uh, servant. The servant asked. Uh, don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elijah prayed, O Lord, open his eyes so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elijah. All right. True vision requires teamwork. Uh, it really does require that. So of course there's you know there's King there's King Aram who's uh, he's at war with Israel uh, and Aram he sets up these ambushes in certain places because he wants to you know get one up on Israel. But God sends Elijah, a man of God, who tells the king of Israel everywhere that Aram's army has traps set for them, so that. Israel could be on guard and they could avoid every trap and every ambush that the enemy set. Now, before I get to my point, I've got to say, some of you know where I'm headed already. The reason perhaps that maybe 
you keep running into traps in your life that's been set by the enemy, maybe the reason that you can't avoid certain ambushes and traps, the reason you keep getting what I call spiritually mugged, financially ambushed, emotionally attacked, and even physically attacked within and without your body, it's not because you're spiritually in, it's not because you're not in spiritual tune with the Lord, but the biblical reason Aram is whooping you is because sometimes we won't submit to leadership in the body of Christ. It might not be the shouting point, but it's the biblical point. And, and let me give it to you in a cup that you can drink from. I want you to drink this. Sometimes we struggle, y'all, to submit to pastoral and prophetic authority of the man or woman of God, listen, who God has sent into your life to help expose the devil, you know, the devil's traps that he's setting for you. So sometimes, y'all, it's a matter that, you know, what's really happening is we won't listen to the man or to the one of, woman of God who God has sent for your behalf to help you see what's going on up ahead so you can avoid it. And this tactic, this is a tactic of the enemy to keep us blind to God's truth. When we're divided like this, when we won't cooperate, when we won't submit, it keeps us blind to what God is doing. And the truth is that you all, spiritual vision is really about two dynamics. And that's authority and teamwork. Of course, there's more to it. There's an exhaustive list. But I just wanted to lift those two, these two dynamics when it comes to teamwork. Spiritual vision. And when I say spiritual vision, I'm talking about the mind's eye. I'm talking about the mind of Christ and, and seeing what he's saying. So authority, meaning in this text, we're talking about authority here and in the body of Christ. The text in verse nine says this, the man of God, the man of God sent word to the king of Israel. Verse 10 says, the king of Israel checked on the place indicated by the man of God. Time and time again, Elijah warned the king so he was on guard in such places. First and foremost, we must all see here that God sends a man of woman, a man of God and a woman of God to serve the church. That's what God sends. See, this is the difference in this text. It says that he's a God sent. It says that God sent him. And in our lives, God sends men and women to the church. For the church, for the benefit of us, Ephesians 4, let me help you, Ephesians 4, uh, verse number 22, and it says, and uh, it was Jesus who gave some apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers to prepare the people for works of service so that the body of Christ might be built up and so forth. This means, listen, that your pastor, your bishop, whatever you call him, you know, or her, have been given God's authority to lead, to rule, to administrate over his members. That means you and I, which says this, if you really want to see into your life what God has planned for you and 
If you want to know and see the traps that have been set for you so you can avoid these ambushes, then we all must submit to those who are in godly authority over us because they are here, you all, to bless us, not to lord over us, but to bless us, to speak over us, to prophesy over us, to share the gifts that God has given to them with us so that we might gain strength, so that we might be able to be victorious over the enemy. See, many times we run into devilish traps because honestly, I'm going to be honest, it's happened to me. Sometimes we just get too saved to listen and to follow directions of the man or woman of God. That means sometimes we think we're so saved, we become prideful. And you know pride goeth before a fall, people of God. Don't get hung up on the title. Be hung up in the service and the servitude because that's what it's really about. We are here to serve one another. And so look at the text. Now, listen, you all. I know we struggle with it. I do. We all struggle with authority sometimes. But look, if the king of Israel can submit to a lowly man of God who has no money, he's not in that type of position, but he's a lowly man of God. If the king of Israel could submit to Elijah, who's telling him how to avoid tragedy and beat the enemy at his own game, what God is really saying to us about vision is that God sent pastors, women, men of God, you know, who have spiritual vision and insight into our lives so that we can know what's going on. Have you ever heard the term, nothing surprises God and nothing surprises saints who are in line with the word of God? Help me somebody. I dare you to go to church sometime and listen for what the man or woman of God is saying. Listen to the word of God. And I guarantee you, you will come out, you'll go in saying, man, I don't know how I'm going to win, but you'll come out saying, now that was the word from the Lord. And that's because God sent that person to give you that. The pastor has been sent to help us see. Don't you remember Jesus came to set the captives free to give what? Sight to the blind, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. I have news for all of us today. The godly messengers of this day and today have the same Holy Ghost power to bestow the same type of deliverance, the same type of blessings upon us because they have been given this by God for us to benefit from. All right, number two. Vision requires teamwork. Somebody say teamwork. That's a wonderful thing. See, teamwork is beautiful because it includes everybody. There's no big eyes. There's no little you. I want you to get this right today because, you know, if you're like me, sometime in the past, I've gotten hung up on stuff. But teamwork means there's no I in teamwork. This is not about you. This is about God. This is about the kingdom of God coming forward. This is about who can serve. You know, who's the greatest, Lord? That who, those who can be in service. So listen, it takes more than one person. To access godly vision. I just need you to know that. You know, when you when you when you see, and this is not um when you see people who are uh um they have you know vision issues, a lot of times to help them, you know, they have somebody either leading them who can see, or they might have a um a dog that's trained for them to help them to see for them. And today they have the you know the uh the technology within those uh, 
those those sticks that will talk to blind persons to help them to see. My point is that vision takes teamwork, and it doesn't matter who's blind and who can see. That's what I need you to get this morning. Okay, I can't see, but listen, if I got somebody in front of me who can see and God pairs me up with them, then I'm on the right team. Lord, help me today. I got to hurry up. So teamwork. You know, let me fast forward to my main point. The story is really about, it's, it's really about Elijah's servant who couldn't see that God was working in his nightmare. Somebody help me on this morning. I'm going to say it one more time. This story is really not about Elijah for us today. It's about the servant who could not see that God was working in his nightmare. So the King Abraham is he's hot on Elijah because, you know, Elijah has got the info and the intel from God. See, that's what you all have to remember. And it's not a slight. I know God talks to everybody. But when there's a pastor, when there's a leader over God's people, God will give them different intel that he gives to you so that you can have one up. So this king said, somebody up in here is telling my business. No, it's just the prophet. So Aram sends his army to Elijah's house in Dothan. And he says, y'all go get him. Take him by force. So that night, Aram sends a brigade of mighty horses and chariots, and he surrounds not just Elijah's house, but he surrounds the city. In verse 15, it says, when the man of, when the servant of God, that's the servant we're talking about, got up and went out early the next morning, you know, an army with horses and chariots surrounds the city. Oh, my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. Don't be afraid, the prophet says. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elijah prayed, Lord, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened his eyes and he saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elijah. Beloved, I got to crank this thing up and hurry up. Y'all help me on this morning. It's too much to tell here, but in the kingdom of God, it takes teamwork to gain true vision. The servant wakes up to a nightmare on Elm Street. Or let me put it like this. The servant wakes up to a nightmare on his street. Ever wake up and life seems like it's a nightmare on your street? You know, there are some days, maybe somebody woke up this morning, there are some days in life when you wake up in the morning and you remember the hell that kept you up the night before and all the pressures of life that surrounds you. It seems like someone has played a bad joke on you when you woke up after tossing and turning and you walked outside with bloodshot eyes. It looked like a twisted, it looked like the twisted film writer Stephen King had painted a monstrous backdrop on your life that day because your situation and your personal life circumstances just look scary. I know there's somebody that ain't too saved to admit that. You're facing cancer. You're wondering if your body is going to survive the chemo treatment. You're on your way to your job, but you know when payday rolls around, listen, you're all, you already know that you won't have enough to pay your mortgage, car note, your gas, electricity, food, not to mention the host of bill collectors that's trying to collect on stuff that you bought and couldn't afford. That's all right because we all done it. Sometimes you wake up and you find out your marriage is in trouble. You're in fear of divorce, the fear of loneliness has set in, all because neither one of you knows how to serve one another. Help me, somebody, on today. You're still single, but you're desiring to be married again, but it's been 10, 20 years plus. No man, no woman in sight from God, and you've crossed the path, and time is running out because you don't want to be alone like Elijah's servant. You woke up surrounded by problems, but I got to hurry up and close. People of God, 
This is where teamwork comes in. It's a nightmare because the servant was blind to where God was, which was all around them and Elijah, and he couldn't see what Elijah saw. Help me somebody. Elijah already saw victory, but the servant was blind to the fact because he was in panic mode and he was in crisis. Beloved, without spiritual vision, you can't see God in your crisis. But the blessing is God has paired the servant up with the man of God to help him see that those, and I'm just, I'm just being prophetic this morning, those who were with them were more than those who were with them. Listen, beloved, hear me when I tell you today. The nightmare that you're facing is a devilish hoax. A hoax is something that covers up the truth. A hoax is something that camouflages what's really going on. And that's what the devil has done. Because the truth is, listen, help me God, the Lord is bigger than your enemy and your circumstances. I know you know that, but I just wanted to reaffirm that this morning and help you say it. But if you can't see that and all you see is your circumstances, it means that this morning we need to team up together or you need to team up with your man or woman of God and we need to pray that God will open your eyes so that you can see the power and that you can see the bigness and that you can see the heavenly host that's with you on today. So listen, lastly, teamwork means Elijah, listen here, Elijah prayed to God for his servant that he might see. Can I tell you one thing? The way you can really tell if you have a true man or woman of God in your life serving you, is that you see that they want you to see. You see that they want you to see what they see. They don't want you blind. They don't want you running around in panic and in crisis. They want you to see God like God is truly showing himself. So there is, you know, your man of, and your woman of God has the authority to pray that God will open your eyes if you submit to the authority. That's why I was hammering on submission. It's not about being small. It's about submission. It's about authority and order in the church and in the kingdom of God. And see, if you can submit to that, what it means is you're not submitting to Pastor Neil. No, but you're submitting to the gifts that's been placed within Pastor Neil or your pastor. And the gifts that's been placed within me and within your pastor and within your leader have been designed to bless to bless you, have been designed to strengthen you, have been designed to help you to see. So remember Jesus, remember when Saul met Jesus on the road of Damascus, because I'm trying to get to the point that this is teamwork here, that he sent Saul to Ananias. And he was blind when he got there. But after God got through working with Ananias and he got there, the Bible says that Ananias prayed, laid his hands on him. And guess what? The scales fell from his eyes and he could see. Listen, the only thing I'm going to tell you lastly is that true vision comes by way of prayer. If there is no prayer in your life, you won't, you won't be able to see.
see what God is doing. People of God, I just want to leave you with that this morning. When you look at the text, please know what Elijah prayed, God answers. And when the man of God prays for you, who's a true man of God, a true woman of God, their prayers will be answered on your behalf. And so when you are in line with God through prayer, it's prayer that gives you the vision. Because when you read the text and the the couple of last verses, Elijah also prayed. He said, strike these people with blindness, and he struck them with blindness. See, what the devil has, what the devil tries to do to you, God will do to him. All you have to do is make sure, people of God, that you are in line with the word of God and that you work as a team in this thing. Because truly, God wants you to have vision and be able to see your life so that you can live a life of what? Victory and not defeat. That is the word of the Lord uh, for us on this morning. So at this particular time, I think we are supposed to move into uh, questions, answers, or comments, if I'm right. So at this time, I guess you can come off mute. And if you have any questions or any comments that you'd like to give or share this morning, um, you can do that at this time. Hey, man of of God. Bless you. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Thursday. Before we go into questions and answer, we can go ahead and do um, the greeting right quick. And then once after we finish greeting, absolutely ask away. Anybody want to say good morning? Good morning, it's Pretty Patrice. Good morning, man of God and woman of God. Happy Thursday. Wonderful declaration on this one. Blessings on you. Good morning, family. It's Nikisha. Good morning. Good morning, it's Kathy from Vegas. God bless you. Good morning, family. It's Barbara. Hey, good, good morning. morning. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Good morning. Hey, Denise. Good morning. Good morning, Victor family. God bless you all this morning. Good morning, Brother Jan. Good morning. It's Krishanda. Happy Thursday. Hey, Krishanda. Good morning. Anybody else? Good morning. This is Leisha. Hey, Leisha. Good morning. Good morning. This is Tammy. Who was that? I'm sorry. Good morning. This is Tammy. Hey, good hey, morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Anybody else? Uh, Installing a phone. Good morning, family. Happy Thursday. Hey, Josh. Good morning. 
installing a phone, building the house, somebody doing something. Who is that? Mute your line. Hey, man, anybody else? Happy praise. Amen. Go ahead, Pastor Young. All right. Good morning to everyone on the line. Uh, again, special shout out to uh, Radical Midwife. Thank God for you on today. We appreciate this uh, ministry. Always praying for it and for you and also for your son and your family. All right, people of God, if there are any comments, that you would like to share, any questions that you might have, uh, let me just quickly just do a very, very brief uh, summation on what we spoke uh, about this morning. Again, remember we were in Second Kings, uh, sixth chapter, and we really talked about uh, true vision requires teamwork, um, and we dealt with two things when it comes to vision. Uh, we deal with two dynamics, and that's really authority and teamwork. We established authority, meaning that in the church, and we took that out of Ephesians 4 and 22, and we did discover, and those of you can maybe testify on the line, you know, when you are obedient and you are aligned in God's word, you really are blessed by the person who God has placed in your life, just like God called, God sent um, Elisha. To the king of Israel, it's the same. It's the same principle. God sends you, or God sends the man or woman into your life, so that God can speak with you uh, in a more advanced way. And then also, we said the second dynamic really has to do with teamwork. And we talked about really then just focusing on Elijah's servant because what he woke up to was not what he was expecting, and that happens to us a lot. And the devil has a way, you know, of blinding us with our crises and situations. But the text really suggests and says that God is in our, God is bigger than our crisis. And um, we really then pointed to the fact that in that whole team working, there's a deficiency, but then there's yet someone who has a proficiency. And so Elijah shares, Elijah shares his talent, his gifts with his servant such a beautiful it's such a beautiful uh scene to me it's so it's it's unselfish you know and selfless because he wants him to see what he saw and a lot of times you run into the wrong leadership that's more carnal than spiritual and sometimes you find yourself you can find yourself in a place where some person don't want you to see what they see because they want to use that over you but that's not how it works in the body of christ and so he shares that with them. And our last point was simply um, true vision comes only by way of prayer. And so that's what we shared with you on this morning. My prayer is that, you know, the Lord spoke to you and you were helped. And uh, perhaps something was said that transformed your life on today. Any comments or questions? Yes, Pastor. This, yes, is, um, this is your sister, Ravonda. And I I want to say that I, I definitely enjoyed you this morning. I always look forward to you sharing. And um, this morning, the message really, um, it encouraged my heart because a lot of times um, as a servant leader, um, uh, we don't really um, 
see how the value of even at times when we have found ourselves underneath um, pastors and leaders who are very difficult uh, or we'll say that it wasn't a, a real good situation and it takes maturity to see how the good came out of the bad. Mm-hmm. And the and the crushing. Uh, I'm in I'm in leadership where I'm at now, uh, but my former leader. A lot of what I've learned about how to move in the kingdom, um, the spiritual gifts and all those things, I learned under them. But what was very what was a challenge was um, they really didn't have any heart for the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as much as I wanted to leave, the Lord had me stay because it wasn't about my it wasn't about my feelings. But it was wow. about me. It was about maturing me and me being able to really um, hold up under some difficult times. Because mm-hmm. if I was if I was going to lead anywhere, I couldn't be faint of heart when I saw my pastor in a crisis, or if I saw God really stretching my pastor. And so I got a chance to see all of those things. Mm-hmm. And um, today, just hearing you speak, um, like I said, it encouraged my heart because I could have. I could have tucked tail and ran, you know, but but it was, I had to really wait till um, the Lord released me. And at the time, me and my husband were together, he's he's deceased, but at the time we were elders, we were working as elders and I I enjoyed just ministering and, you know, doing the, doing um, the the assignments that God had given us, you know, Mm -hmm. and I, I had to really submit myself even under my husband because I wanted to stay. You know, I mm-hmm. wanted to stay because even when it got a little abusive, but then mm-hmm. the Lord taught me, you know, you got to submit to this man. He was a very humble man, smart, love God, you know, mm-hmm. and it was, it was time to go, you know, and mm-hmm. when, when the, when the Lord released me and I'm a, I'm a cut it short. When the Lord released us, let me tell you, I, I may have cried for about 30 days straight because he sent me, he, he, he sent me to a, he sent us to a place that was totally different from what I was used to. What of I was course. used to. But I'm going to tell you, it revolutionized, oh my God, it revolutionized my life to be obedient and to, you know what, be up under something that was difficult. Amen. It, it was, Amen. Oh my God. God bless you, Sister Ravonda. I'm encouraged by you as well. And, you know, there are times, too, when God has us stay to help the leadership, you know, and we learn so much from doing that. And so thank God for you and your husband who passed on, but thank God for you all's obedience, you know, and your uh, your perseverance your perseverance, because God truly rewards that. Great to hear you on the day. Thank God for you again. All right. Is there anyone else with a comment or question? Hey, Pastor Young. It's Nikisha in Las Vegas. Hey, bless you. Hey, 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 hey. Great to hear your sound on this morning. It was very encouraging because these past few weeks, it's really been like a nightmare. Like Stephen King went overboard, but he encouraged me on today. And just with all of the declarations that have gone forth so far about vision. And um, yeah, this has been awesome. So thank you. 
Thank you. All right. God bless you. Good to hear from you all the way from Las Vegas, one of my favorite cities. Amen. Yes, yes, indeed. So glad that you've been encouraged. We'll be praying for you um, that God will, you know, let you see and experience him even when there's things going on around you that are not so good because he will give you the victory. Just know that. All right. Is there anyone else that has a comment or a question this morning? Good morning, Pastor Young. This is Pretty Patrice. Again, I just want to say that I I was so encouraged by your message on this morning and your enthusiasm on this morning. God bless you, man of God. <laughs> God bless you. I, we we appreciate that on this morning and thank God for you. And I'm just glad that you were encouraged. And um, hey, I just give it to you all like I get it. You know, somebody else told me that. Somebody somebody told me after this class said. Boy, you sure have a lot of energy early in the morning. I said, well, you know, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I'm just like this. I don't fake it. I'm going to give it to you how God has given it to you, just like you were sitting here. And so um, we appreciate your encouragement on this morning. Be praying for you, and thank you for your comment on today. Good morning. Mm -hmm. Are there any other comments or questions? Good morning. Good morning. Brother Eric. Um, I just want to say, first of all, um, uh, I was very blessed by your declaration. Um, and I'll go so forth to say you talked about how um, not, not having teamwork and, you know, having a divisive spirit can can cause you uh, uh, to continue to be uh, what you call, I think you call it spiritually monk. I will go so far to say that, some, that in, in a lot of ways the body has been. There, there, you know, I can't speak for nobody else, but I've been in churches and um, that have uh, these, uh, what you call it, uh, 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 independent spirits. Everybody wants mm -hmm. to do their own thing, and and um, and I, it's not just in one church, but I, I would say it's, it's in a multitude of churches, and I think because of that, because nobody wants to submit to the to the to the man of God. And I um, wholeheartedly believe that God sends to his flock uh, capable and, um, and led and anointed uh, under shepherds because he wants to, like you said, he wants to see his people uh, thrive. He wants to see his church uh, grow and, and become spiritually mature. But because we do not do this, um, I, I think the church as a whole is, is constantly being um, bamboozled and ambushed uh by the enemy and mm -hmm. so uh i wanted to congratulate you on, on 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 bringing out that subject uh there was something else i wanted to say but i i it just passed my mind but i'll just end by <laughs> saying you know great declaration god bless you god bless you brother eric uh sure appreciate you you know in affirming what we were talking about this morning and you are absolutely right you know, I could have even put it another way. It's really about humility. Uh, and humility has a lot of time, a lot of times is mistaken for weakness, which it is not. Because Jesus was our exemplar when it came to humility, but yet being authoritative and powerful. And so this is an issue in the church that, you know, we must pray about. Uh, because a lot of times, you know, the old adage says there's a whole lot of, everybody wants to be a chief, so there's no Indians. Um, so Again, we appreciate you. We're praying for the church, praying for you on the day, and thank God for you, and I appreciate your comments.
this morning. All right, are there any other comments or questions before I close us out? Yeah, yes, Pat, this is Brother. Go ahead, I'll oh, give it to the lady. Go ahead, oh, my sister. Good morning. Mm -hmm. This is Kathy in Vegas also. Just wanted to say um, that word was truly a blessing. It was so on fire. It woke me up in my spirit, man. So I thank you for your obedience and for pouring in this morning. Um, it truly made me uh, appreciate my pastor all the more. Um, he truly is a visionary in our uh, church. It just made me see him in a different light as well, just to be even more receptive, you know, to um, not just to him, but to the body of believers so that we could work collectively in the kingdom. So thank you for, again, like they said, your enthusiasm. It truly has shaken and awakened my spirit on today. Looking forward to whatever the Lord has in store. Amen. God bless you, Sister Kathy, again, from that wonderful city of Las Vegas one more time. Uh, just just blessed by, you know, just hearing your comments and appreciation of leadership and, you know, even having a revelation this morning because those come those come from God and even you're being more receptive, you know, to what the word says and then just to everyone, you know, and um, so thank God for you on today, you know, uh, humbled and just give God the praise and glory for what has taken place this morning. And we'll be praying for you on this wonderful day to have a great day out there in Vegas and praying for you and your pastor and your church. Amen. Thank Amen. You, You're welcome. Good morning. Are there any other questions or comments? This is Brother Eric again. I just, I remember what I was going to say. Um, All right. And, and the lesson brought out to uh, that even in times of crisis, we're not alone. And and, and and when Elijah revealed that we're always surrounded by by our angels uh, on chariots of fire, always ready to do battle on our behalf and to confuse the enemy. So that's all I wanted to point out to Hey man, we sure appreciate that. But thank God that we're never alone. You know, I was uh, riding in the car. I think I was going to Stockton about a week and a half ago, and I think we had Love Alive 2 playing. And that song, you know, that Walter Hawkinson wrote, Never Alone, just came to me. And so that is really just a good affirmation because we're never alone in our crisis and God is always there and he is bigger. And so we appreciate you for bringing that out as well. All right. Are there any other comments or questions? Okay. Hello. Good morning, Pastor. Uh -oh. Can you hear me? Good morning. Hi, I'm, this is uh, Sister Denise. I really enjoyed the uh, declaration. Thank you um, for um, sharing with us how we need to have the right perspective of how we view our um, leadership at church and how they are sent by God. We were sent to them as well um, to receive and to grow and to develop into who we're supposed to be as we're also helping them to continue to grow. Um, one of the things you said about waking up uh, in a nightmare, and so mm -hmm. this morning um, I woke up in the middle of the night, and this has happened to me before, but it's been um, it's been a while. But I had like this paralysis where I couldn't move um, or mm -hmm. speak, and so I had to say, you know, I couldn't say out loud, but I just was um, in my mind saying, 
you know, Lord Jesus, and I was casting out the spirit in the name of Jesus, and I just continued to say that until it let hope let go of me. Um, mm-hmm. And so, I wanted to ask you, where where does that come from? Like, what gives you know um, a uh, evil spirit the authority to to grab hold of a child of God and you know try to attack them in their sleep? Mm-hmm. Well. Uh, a couple of things, you know, to kind of put it in perspective, uh, and I'll go probably back to front and how you addressed it. Um, you know, we we do we do get a, we can get attacked by the enemy. I mean, God does allow attacks, but of course, we have authority over that, as you just demonstrated. But when it comes to sleep, now I'm no sleep sleep expert or anything like that. I know that there is a type of phase in a, in in when you're asleep where you can kind of wake up and you're trying to trying to move but you can't, you know, want to move, uh trying to say something but you can't. That might be something that happens uh in a stage or phase of sleep because that has happened to me before, but you also are always right in doing what you did. Number one, we're not panicking behind this. Number two, just like the text, it doesn't matter what the circumstances are. If it is just, let's say, something that can happen in your sleep or if it was indeed an attack by the enemy, we are safe to do what's in the text. And that is recognize that God is greater, bigger, and he's with us. And that when we pray and call out, just like Elijah did, God answers us uh, in the same fashion. So I'll answer your question from that perspective. Uh, Evil spirits don't have authority over us, but they do have permission. You know, God will let them attack because that's what the enemy is designed to do, just like in the text. Oh, he can set up attacks all day long, but when you stay in contact with God and when you stay in line in the body of Christ, just like you see this in the text, the Lord will... Uh, how can I say, forewarn us a lot of times and let us know what's up the road. Just like you'll be riding, you're on your way somewhere and the Spirit will simply say, don't go this route, go that route. And so God works with us in the same fashion. So hopefully, you know, prayerfully, that'll give you some perspective on what happened to you and what can happen and also on, you know, your correct response to that. Hey, Neil, real quick, um, if, if I could jump in with that, Denise, that's a, um, it's a, a spiritual warfare um, issue primarily, and we could talk a little bit about it offline if you'd like. If you send me an inbox message, um, I can address it in a little bit more detail, um, just so you know number one, how to fight. If you go to um, the Declare Victory app as well um, and perhaps listen to some of the um, Heaven's Court teachings, it will also help. Okay. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. You're welcome. Amen. God bless you. God bless you, Sister Denise, and we will be continuing to pray for you and thank God for your comments and questions on this morning. All right, are there any more questions or comments before we bless you and and release you? All right, 
again, thank God for you. Appreciate the opportunity. Uh, you can check us out at www.oneailyoungjr.com. I would love to share with you our perspective of discovering the greater you, and that has to do with a born-again you, because trust me, there's greater in your life always, and it is accessible and livable. Uh, again, thank you for the invitation. Thank you for the opportunity. May all of you be blessed on this day. Father, we bless and we thank you uh, for this gathering. We thank you for this ministry. Thank you for the visionary. We ask for special blessings of provisions for her. Even now, um, I'm asking that you would do something in the area of her finances in the name of Jesus Christ. We're asking God for a good windfall today. And so we bless you and we praise you for that. God, we pray for every person who was on the line, those who participated and spoke, those who did not. We thank you for them. Whatever the needs are of your people, provide, because you are God who is our great provider. And we thank you today that you are more than anything that's around us. We bless you. We love you. Bless the balance of our day. We ask for your protections at home, at school, you know, at work. Protect our children. Keep them, God, from the spirit of violence on this day everywhere. We love, honor, and bless you. And we thank you for this season, which really is about Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Everyone said amen. All right, you all be blessed. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Be blessed. Be blessed. Thank you. Have a blessed day, everyone. Have a great day, everyone. Have a great day. Have a great day. Thank you.